Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm your host, Elena Stoddard. And as always, I want to say thank you for taking the time to click on this week's episode. It really means a lot to me that you're listening, and I hope that you enjoy. So for starters, I want to tell you how I was inspired for this week's episode, how I came across the material. So right now, I am home for the summer from college, which means I'm in my childhood and teenage years bedroom. I mean, technically, I'm still a teenager. I'm 19 right now, but you you get what I mean when I was like really growing up. And so as one does when they are bored in their home room or whatever is you go through all your stuff you know you're kind of curious you got to see what do I have laying around and as I was going through different things and stuff I realized that I had kept a journal from when I was in middle school and into the early years of high school and in this journal I wrote about everything that my little adolescent brain was thinking about. I was writing about social media, school, dances, sports, literally just normal kid teenager things. And I came across this really interesting entry that I had called Seventeens Define Love. And as you can tell by the title of this week's episode, it's Eighteens Define Love because I'm also going to throw my own opinions into this episode at the end. So, I really hope that you enjoy, and let's just get into it. Also, just to preface this episode, I'm not going to be revealing the real names of the seven teens that I asked or got the opinions from because they're like my friends or people I know, and I feel like it's just better to keep them anonymous, so I'm going to be calling them by colors. So, yeah, and also these definitions were taken in 2018 which is like three years ago so that would have made us or I guess the people who defined love at the time about freshmen and sophomores in high school and even though that's not super super young it's still kind of young like you're just a teenager you've only been on this earth for like 15 years like what do you really know But I think it's super interesting because when you're that young, it's when you really start to develop deeper feelings and explore your emotions. So let's just get into it. So the first definition that I'm going to be reading is from a person that we're going to call Orange. And this is pretty short and sweet. It says, I believe it exists. But I believe that there are multiple soulmates in the world for everyone, and it's just a matter of finding them. So this first definition of love, I don't remember exactly what I asked the people who like gave me definitions for. I Maybe I asked them like, hey, what do you think of love or define love? And so this person, Orange, clearly went more like the romantic soulmate route, which I think is very interesting because... A lot of the time, when you hear the word love, you think of, like, dating, marriage, a Valentine's Day, that type of thing. But as we go on, you'll see that there are other definitions of love, I mean, other types of love woven into this. So, yeah, that was the first one. The second one, we're going to call this person Yellow. Yellow says that, quote, I think that loving someone is not being able to imagine your life without that person. 
They don't necessarily have to be your significant other. They can be your best friend, a family member, a sibling, a pet. When you love someone, they can make your day ten times better, whether you know it or not. So, what did you think of that definition or that opinion from Yellow? Personally, I really agree with this, just because I think that love extends to every. Person or animal in our life, and it's just having someone there that just cheers you up and makes your life better. So I really like that definition. Moving on to the third definition, I'm going to call this person Green, and Green says, "Quote: I think love exists, and it's not always a simple 'I love you.' It's also the things you do and say to show your love." It's waking up and thinking about how much you love that person. It's putting some of your life to the side to help the other person. It's caring about the person to the point where you think that you couldn't love them any more than you already do. But there's always something that inclines you to love them more. It's never ending and it's overwhelming. So for that third definition, I think that I agree with most of this because when Green says, "quote It's putting some of your life to the side to help the other person," I think that that can really apply to a parent-child type love because I know that my parents had to do a lot of things and make sacrifices so that they could. Try and give me and my sister like the best life or make us happy, and I'm sure hopefully you can relate to that feeling with your parents. You know, does your mom stay up late so that she can go pick you up from whatever sports practice you have, or maybe they let you have the light the last scoop of ice cream. You know, and、uh, I don't know, just putting parts of their life on pause to help you do your stupid, silly long division fourth grade math homework, just that type of thing, and I. Relate to that idea of just putting part of your life to the side to help another person in a parental way, but I don't necessarily agree with it fully for like a romantic situation. So I'm not saying that like if you have a boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, whatever it may be, that you shouldn't go a little bit out of your way to make them happy. But I don't think that one person should be completely putting their life on pause for their significant other. Does that make sense? So I don't really know what type of love Green was referring to. Were they referring to romantic, familiar? I'm not sure. But that is my thoughts on Green's definition of love. Moving on to our fourth definition of love, I'm going to call this teenager Blue, and here's what Blue has to say: "Quote, I think that there is no set definition of love, but all it means is you put your significant other's happiness first. Love is when the time you spend with them makes you feel like you never want to leave, but the time without them is also just as perfect. You don't depend on them, but they make your life better." Love creates growth and allows you to become a better person. Love is like the sky; it's constantly changing colors and emotions. But if you truly are in love, you know that they are always going to be there. So, 
I really like this def. Okay, you're going to hear me throughout all of this say that I agree with all of these because once again, love is such a broad topic that, you know, you can talk for hours and hours and hours on. But one point that Blue brought up that I thought was pretty significant is the fact that when you spend time with someone you love, it makes you never want to leave them. I feel like the best type of people in our lives are the people where you can easily kill like three, four, five hours, maybe even days, and it just feels like a couple of minutes. You know, like if you're with someone that makes you forget time exists, I think that's a special type of connection. And also though, the fact that Blue mentioned that the time without your significant other or your love, friend, whatever it may be, is just as perfect. Because it's important that when we love someone, I think we shouldn't be caught up in codependency. We should still be able to live our own separate lives alone. So being able to spend like endless time with someone but also be fine on your own does, like Blue said, quote, creates growth and allows you to become a better person. Because when you are with someone, it's great, it makes you happy, it does improve your life. And then when you have time alone, you can really get to know yourself, recharge, reflect, and try and become a better person. That's a little redundant, but that is my thought on Blue's definition. Moving to the next person, let's call this person Gray. And here's what Gray had to say about this topic. Quote, I feel like love is anything that makes you happy, whether it be your favorite food or your boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, whoever it is, your mom, your cat, whatever. It's just something that brings you joy every time you think about it without fail. Love is dependable and real and can show itself in so many different forms. So something that Gray said that I have been noticing with the past five definitions is that love is something that isn't one thing. It's, quote, like they said, comes in many different forms. So once again, we've seen it like it could be a best friend, family member, partner, etc. Moving on to our sixth definition from a teenager in 2018. You know, we'll throw back to few years ago, and I'm going to call this person Teal. As you can see, I'm really sticking with a color theme to name these people. And without further ado, here is what Teal said. Quote, Love is different to everyone and comes in many, many shapes and forms, but ultimately it's something that makes you a better person and that completes you, whether it's a hobby, pet, friend, or a significant other. I like Teal's definition. I do think it is similar to what we've heard already. I mean, since we're already on the sixth definition, I mean, it's fair that they're going to start to blend together and sound the same. But I really think that how Teal brought up a hobby 
as a form of love is something that we should maybe pay some more attention to. I don't know if you have this, but hopefully you have an activity or like a hobby where when you do it, you just get lost in time. I'm talking you forget to eat, you aren't really paying attention to the time, it's like all your concentration goes into that. And I think that is a great form of love because it's something that you do for yourself that makes you happy. Last but not least, here is the seventh teenager who defined love. And I am going to call this person purple. Quote, Love is unconditional. It overflows like a waterfall and cascades like the river. It's intimidating at first. You don't really know whether or not you should take the risk and jump. But if it so happens you take the leap, you can constantly feel the water stream through. Love is patient and kind. It doesn't feel the need to compare, boast, or get angry. It will guide through obstacles and helps you find the light in a dark path. Love is also sacrifice. It's time-consuming and developing, and it might not happen overnight. But when it does, it's special. It'll appear in the simplest of forms, whether it's a smile, a kiss, or food. It can also leave like a thief in the night. But do not mistake love for a rose with a thorn. Love is everything that is right and a lot more. So one thing I want to point out about this last definition is the cool similes. I mean, we're comparing love to a waterfall, a rose, um... I mean, that's cool, right? Uh, (laughs) But getting back on track, I really think that Purple's definition kind of covers a lot of bases, covers how it is intimidating at first, and it really is a risk because in order to fall in love, I think you need to have a certain level of intimacy with a person, you know? And, you know, I guess I'm more talking a little bit more about romantic love, but being intimate requires vulnerability. And vulnerability is a scary fork in little bits. Like, no one no one wants to be vulnerable because then we could get hurt. And no one wants to be hurt. And they also talk about how it's kind of a sacrifice at time, at times because it takes up a lot of your time and you have to develop it, always work on it. And it takes time because, quote, It might not happen overnight, and I think that's a great point. It happens over long periods of time, and it's sad too because it can also be lost. And I think Purple's the first person who brings up the fact that it could be gone when they said, quote, it can also leave like a thief in the night. And even though they do acknowledge the negative or less positive side of love, they do end it with, how it truly, if it's healthy and it's genuine, love is everything that is right and a lot more. And so I really like this definition because it's very well-rounded and it does acknowledge some of the potential negatives or fears that come with love. I actually reached out to the person that is purple and asked them to elaborate more on what they said. And obviously, it's clear that if I'm reaching out to them more, it means that we're pretty good friends still. And I asked purple 
do you still agree with this definition? Because Purple said this in 2018, and that was three years ago. And I do believe that your definition or the way you see love changes over time. Because as time goes on, you grow, you learn new things, have new experiences, etc., etc. And Purple kind of mentioned that they do still agree with the definition they gave in 2018 that I just read to you, but they also think that parts of it has changed a little bit. And they brought up a really interesting question. So I'm just going to quote their question. Like we were texting about this. Purple said, my question is though, should you, if you want to, marry a person based off of love or compatibility? Because, I mean, maybe you can find a person that you can have both with, but I think that there is a difference between the two. So I thought that this question really got me. It kind of left me speechless for a minute because do you think that love and compatibility are two different things? And then also, how do you even know when you're in love? Because is love something that takes a lot of work and it takes time and it's more of like a full-term commitment? Or should love be easy? Should it be simple? Should it be instant? Should it be exciting? Like kind of more like infatuation. And so, I don't know. Those are just some interesting questions, thoughts to think about. I think I'll definitely discuss these questions in another episode, but today is not the day for that. But carrying on, so now that you have heard Seventeen's definition of love, I thought that I would just throw in my own opinion, because why not? And this is my podcast, so I can really do whatever the fork I want. So I have thought about this topic a good amount, just because love is important, I think. It's just part of life, you know? And I at the moment, think that one huge, huge indicator of love is simply patience. Because it takes a lot for you to be patient with someone. So for example, is it your dad working with you as a kid on some stupid, silly school assignment that really won't matter in the long run, but you're super frustrated by it and they're being patient, they're kind of tolerating your snarky tone and, you know, you're like sulking and rolling your head back and your eyes and they're being patient with you and really trying to help you get through the assignment because that takes a lot of patience for them not to just say, you know what, if you're going to roll your eyes, then I'm not going to help you and crumble up your homework and throw it in the trash and get up. And I think that that's one prime example of how patience is a huge indicator of love. And not only in a parental sense, but this could also apply friendship or romantically. Maybe you are patient with someone when they're having a bad day. You know, you don't take their tone super personally if they're being a little snappy at you or you're patient with them when they are learning a new skill for you. So maybe you are an amazing cook and you want your partner or your best friend to cook with you. And they're just terrible at cooking. They just don't know how. And you're patient and you work with them and you teach them and encourage them how to do it. And 
I just think that's something that takes a lot of effort and you wouldn't do it for someone that you don't love. And my second big hallmark of love is I think that this person should bring out the best in you. This person should make you feel like the most god dang beautiful human to ever walk the face of the earth. Like that's how they should make you feel and they should support you unconditionally. You know, unless you're doing weird, creepy, illegal things. But for the most part, they should support you unconditionally and, you know, compliment your good personality traits. And maybe if you let them have this authority, maybe even point out a few things that you could improve on in a caring way. Not like a, oh, you know what, you gotta fix your whatever, your attitude problem at work. Like, no, they might bring it up in like a genuine like, hey, like, I just want to let you know about this because I think it could affect you badly. You know, just someone who truly wants the best for you and brings out the best in you. And my final thing that I think love includes is just priority and effort. I mean, I think this kind of relates back to the patient thing, but is this person a priority in your life? And do you put effort into them? Do you feel like whatever you're putting into them is being reciprocated to you? And yeah, I'll just keep it at that. Keep that really, really short and sweet. Alrighty, so I think that that's it for this week's episode. I hope that you enjoyed hearing about these little definitions of love and hopefully it kind of inspired you to think about something and also how do you define love? If I had asked you and made you into a color and read your definition out loud, what would it say? As usual, have a spectacular, amazing, wonderful rest of your week, and I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye!